Welcome to episode number 22, Feeling Frustrated. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views episode number 22. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. This theme is called Feeling Frustrated. I am here with Goose, Heck, and Gabe. And uh, in this episode titled Feeling Frustrated, we discuss our stories of frustration, dealing with frustration in our children, overcoming frustration, and advice to folks who are completely frustrated with life. We wrap up the episode with quotes from Joyce Meyer and Tony Robbins. All right, so if you are new uh, to the podcast, uh, just FYI, we distribute, release, however you want to say it, a new episode every Tuesday morning on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music, etc. The rest is found uh, there. If you're looking for specific, I guess, topics, we have episode descriptions. Um, the episode titles that we use basically describe uh, what we're talking about. I know a lot of you know podcasts are out there have very vague titles. We try to keep it simple. So sometimes you just kind of want to thumb through something. You're feeling in a type of some type of way. You're feeling a certain mood or whatever. It's there. We keep it very simple. It, it's a bunch of guys, five guys total. Four of the five are dads. Um, we kind of just give our perspective on life. Uh, some funny parts are in there. Talk about dad life, etc. Occasionally, we will have a guest. Look forward to that more in the future. With that being said, how we kick off every episode is with a story. And once again, I'm going to switch it up for you guys. This is actually going to be tips. Um, this is by Dragos Rua, and it's 33 ways to overcome frustration. Um, so this is 33 ways to overcome frustration. And um, he, on his website, you can find this. You could probably Google it or whatever. And again, the guy's name's Dragos Rua. So that's uh, R-O-U-A. Probably mispronouncing that. But um, he actually goes to further detail with each title, each of the uh, 33 um, ways to overcome frustration. But I'm just going to list them. And maybe in that list, we can enhance our you know topic of discussion. And with that, maybe that'll actually help somebody you know, out there listening, uh, overcome frustration. Before I get into that though, I want to define frustration by dictionary.com. And it goes like this, a feeling of dissatisfaction often accompanied by anxiety or depression resulting from unfulfilled needs or unresolved problems. I thought that was like a perfect way to describe frustration. So back to, uh, Drago's Rua, 33 ways to overcome frustration. Number one, Accept reality. Two, shift your focus. Three, talk about it with a friend. Four, journal it. Five, write a letter about it. Six, write a worst case scenario. Seven, identify a list of possible actions. Eight, sleep over it. Nine, be your own avatar. Ten, read something funny. Eleven, stop blaming yourself. Twelve, take a walk. 13. See it from the future. 14. Cook a delicious meal. 15. Go to a party. 16. Write about your past successes. 17. Borrow some enthusiasm. 18. Soak and dry. 19. Go watch a comedy. 
20. Act, attack it with the Y weapon. 21. Volunteer for something. 22. Stand up and fight. 23. Stop blaming others. 24. Do small, repetitive tasks. 25. See it from the past. 26. Read similar stories. 27. Assess progress. 28. Disguise it. 29. Contrast it with a worse situation. 30. Dilute it with meditation. 31. Get physical. 32. This too shall pass. And 33. Write a list of 33 ways to overcome frustration. All right. With that being said, um, there was a, I felt like it was, this, the list could have been, you know, hammered down smaller. There's a couple of repetitive stuff like go for a jog and then he has get physical. Um, but anyway, uh, sleep over it. I like, right. Was there any ones that stood out for you guys as we were like, I like kind of, accept, uh, accept reality. Yeah. Soak and dry. Yeah. That's a good one. Stop blaming others. Yeah. That, uh, the soak and dry one's really good because that, I mean, we talk about this all the time, actually accept what that, what that goes into with ex- also accepting reality, cry it out, let it go, release it. That's yep. called living life to the fullest. Yep. It might sound strange that we're telling you go ahead and cry, yep. but you, when, when the happy parts, you know, the height high parts of life happen, you're going to appreciate them that much more because yep. you remembered how low you were yep. at this frustrated moment. And there's a reason why there's a term called tears of frustration. Exactly. Yes. Yep. Um, I, I'm obviously I'm a Christian, so I always like the, this too shall pass kind of, kind of mentality. That's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, Absolutely. everything, you know, we talked about last week, um, check out our, our podcast titled confidence. Everything happens for a reason. And when you know that, that eventually the, Dots will eventually connect. You just have to know that the overall picture in life, this too shall pass. You'll get over this. Yes, it is. That's not to take away um, the frustration. Um, that, that's kind of like, I, I, I can't stand when people, you ever have like a problem and then someone tries to like one up your problem while you're yeah. trying to tell oh, them? Yeah. It's yeah. so annoying. It's like, I didn't say I had the worst problem in the world. I was yeah. just saying I have a problem. Yeah. yeah, but that's usually like somebody has to prove that their their problems are worse. But yeah, yeah, it's like oh man, um, or, or it could be trying to make you feel better. Your problem isn't yeah, that same. bad. Yeah, true. I think, and I, I, to be honest with you, I think a lot of times it might be that it's just delivered the wrong way. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes it can come off as offensive too. Yeah. It's yeah. like uh, oh man, I don't know how we're gonna pay bills this week or this month, and it was like, well, I how do you think I thought I went through bankruptcy? Yeah, exactly. Like, That's kind of like, yeah, okay. yeah, it's, it's the way they, to be relatable, it's the, but in the worst possible way. Right. It's the delivery. It's the lowest you... form of relatability. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, I was just like, talking about yeah. I couldn't pay a phone bill. I mean, I obviously I know and the worst part is I it's like I bill. know you I know you have worse. And I'm not saying all, either that I this is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Right. You know, some people are like, Oh, you could be dead. And you're like, dude, relax. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. It's, you're the, the worst kind level. of friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm frustrated with you. you. Get lost. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I like to take a walk. Like the physical stuff, that's me. I like going for a jog. Yeah. Um, I like working out. We talked about this before too. Um, release and frustration. Sometimes, you know, writing it down. And for me, it's doodling and um, going going jogging or working out. To me, that's like I could get I could clear my thoughts that way. Yeah, exactly. And that's what like actually a lot of it seems like a bunch of them seem to be. When you're frustrated at a certain task, it's like you need to just get up and walk away from it for a while, which is a lot of it. What what that is like? Go job, go cook something. Go. It's just getting away for the situation for the moment. It lets you clear your head and just kind of come back with a clearer mind. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think too, like the thing with frustration is a lot of times the reason why we're frustrated is because initially we have this unrealistic expectation, right? We set ourselves up for failure. A lot of the times, I'm not saying that's what always creates, you know, frustration, but a lot of the times we set ourselves up for that frustration, right? So a perfect example could be, um, you have 50 bucks to, you know, to last you to next pay. That's, you know, kind of just money that you could spend on whatever. But then you also have to think you have like a cooler tank of gas and it's Monday, right? So it's like, all right, maybe I should drop like 25 bucks, 30 bucks in here and have 20 bucks for the week. Or you could be a knucklehead and then spend the 50 bucks and go buy like clothes or something or sneakers. Then come Wednesday evening and you don't have gas to get to well, work. You got, you got those new sneakers to push your car to the gas station. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, well, you don't even have the money for it. For that. So then, then you created that yeah. frustrating yeah, situation. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So a lot of times we create the situations on ourselves. Um, that doesn't you know mean to you know take away from... I'm trying to think of like a funny, frustrating, um, I, to me, I know personally for me, a lot of times I'm frustrated is because I have unrealistic expectations. Yeah. A lot of the times I think bigger and then, you know, yeah. I dream yeah. bigger. I call myself the dream king. So everything's always to a whole other level of yeah. what it could be. You know, it was like, we were talking about renting something down to shore this, you know, this, this, um, this summer, we're talking about getting, you know, like, oh, let's call hotels, whatever. And I'm like, let's rent a house. You know, it's like that. That's how my thing. I just go straight for the big, forget it. Let's buy a hotel. Yeah. It literally went yeah. to that point yeah. where that's what we're discussing. Yeah. Let's um, build one right over there. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, and then that doesn't happen within a small time frame. You can be, I wasn't frustrated about that, obviously. Um, but it's, it's stuff like that. You could, you have to watch because you can really set yourself up, really yeah. just get pissed off. Um, the other thing is we have unexpected, uh, we put unrealistic expectations on other people. Yeah. So we expect them to perform a certain way to a certain caliber to our understanding of life. And when they don't, we get frustrated. Yeah. Especially if it's like something that like you're in a partnership or whatever with somebody and they're not, maybe then maybe they have a bad day or something. They're not in the same mind frame you are at that moment or right. whatever it is. Yeah. They're expect, you're expecting them to do the same, be on the same level as you are. And it's like, yeah, you can't. You can't force somebody to do something you're, at the moment they're not going to want to do. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. And it, it, you just said that relationship reminded me of like something at work too. Like mm. th- if there's a work project or something like that, you had this higher expectation. Or when once again putting expectations on other people, you do such a good job at something, and then you don't get like I guess like the recognition, recognition yeah. or the credit for it or whatever. You're frustrated. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, and sometimes that's like you know do me wrong, you know, one time, that's your fault, you know, yeah. do me wrong again, it's my, but you have to learn from those situations. So yeah. yes, the uh, frustration at your, everyone's going to taste a little bit of frustration here. These 33 ways is trying to, I guess, help you overcome that frustration, you know, like identifying a list of possible actions, right. And, and then writing a worst case scenario. I feel like that will that will help you get through being frustrated. For me, an easy one, honestly, like my easiest thing to overcome frustration or like if I'm like, not, it, it can go beyond frustration, like I'm ticked off about something, I go straight to Instagram and I follow like a bunch of like mm. comedians or whatever and I just see what they post or whatever because sometimes they're videos. So I'm like yeah. laughing my butt off or like, you know, like human fails or something like that. I go to that, like seeing people get, you know, 
fall off, yeah, you exactly. know, fall off a chair or something funny. People so, doing dumb things. Yeah, exactly. So then I just like crack up laughing. That always and never fails. Like that's my that's my go to if I'm kind of like you know I can't go work out. Obviously, you know it's funny you said like the worst case scenario was that um. I think I still have it at work. It's like random. Like, you know those little little dove chocolate things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was for. It was like, but they had like little little sayings inside of it. And I think I still have it at my desk till today. It, was, it says something like the the worst thing you can think of most likely would never happen. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, True. I was like, oh, that's an interesting thing to have inside yeah. of a chocolate bar. But yeah. I was like. Wow, it's like deep too. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's, it's like, wow. Yeah, I mean that. Well, that's it's that's true. that's what fear is. It's a false reality. Yeah. It's not really there. Same thing. The future is a non-existent thing. It's but and it's still something that we fear, still something yeah. that we you know whatever something you, you put upon yourself, right? It's exactly so we're putting all these you know unrealistic you know they're they're just not real, which I guess goes That's to eleven, like, which is stop blaming yourself with the exactly. But it's also good though to stop blaming other people too yeah. in that it's, same list exactly. So I mean that that you know it goes both both sides of the coin. Absolutely. Now, did you would you guys do small repetitive tasks? I read that and I'm like, what, what would that be? Like, yeah, what would that what? be? Just keep your mind Counting busy. rubber bands? Just do yeah. something to keep your mind Could. busy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. This guy turned into Rain Man over here. <laughs> 552. Well, I don't know. I'm saying repetitive is to do something over. Yeah. I like this though too. Borrow some enthusiasm. Um, there, there's this uh, there's person I used to work with that used to call like Mr. Happy or Mrs. Happy. I forget what it was. But it was funny because you ever go around this person and they were always... Um, emphatic about life and in general. Sometimes it was super cheesy, but when you're down and out kind of thing, yeah. you don't even care. You just wanted something. You're like, dude, yeah. I need something positive in my life. I don't even care if this is fake and cheesy. Um, I know me and Gabe, we used to hang out with a bunch of guys that are like super emphatic, like over the top. Yeah. But uh, yeah. to be honest with you, sometimes you need that. Cause yeah. Oh, yeah. The, at that moment, we were in college and working. So we were just like frustrated with a lot of stuff. Not even just, it was just a lot. You're under a lot of stress. Um, and, uh, you know, it is what it is. I know one of the funniest things that I was ever frustrated about was not hitting, hitting puberty fast enough. <laughs> I don't know why I was so frustrated. Yo, know, because I, well, first of all, let me say this. I was a late bloomer. So like I hit my spurt like an 11th from 11th going into 12th. So you can imagine I was at the smallest in ninth grade, second smallest in ninth grade, uh, talking about height and graduated the second tallest. Huh? So I have no idea why I was so frustrated. I just wanted to be, uh, when we talked about like Legion of Doom and wrestling, they're like yeah. six foot nothing, yeah. six foot something with like 200 pounds. And I always said that. I'm like, I want to be six two, 200 pounds. I always said that. Yeah. And uh, here I am, six foot three, literally 200 pounds. Exactly. So um, it's very weird. But at that moment, I was frustrated. I uh, I guess that's kind of hard though on, in the adolescent stage yeah. for... Uh, you know, someone to go through because all you want to do is like, I just want to be a man. I just want to be Especially big. if you see everyone else around you. Like. Well, that's what it was. I was a late bloomer. So everyone around me was all muscular, deep voices, huge beards and not beards. They guys had like weird mustaches. Actually, yeah. it was kind of funny. Um, but when we grew up, people didn't really keep their mustaches. That We're at the era, I think everyone shaved. Yeah. But like now I'm sure kids want to grow big beards or whatever. But um uh, yeah, that was one big thing. I mean, I was like frustrated. Like every day I was frustrated. But that's something you literally can't control with any part of it. <laughs> Not with <laughs> exactly. biology. It's like yeah, you can't you get, wait you for it to happen. You get frustrated at your parents. You yeah, can't like, wait for it to happen. When, when it's like, 
when it's happening, it's there. It's like you don't even care same thing. Okay, so I have like I have skinny legs, so it's the same thing. So I'm frustrated with that. That's, but this genetics again, like no, 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 no yeah. matter. I dude, I done so many calf raises, like 500 pounds, instead on his regimen, and it was like nothing, dude. Yeah. It's just like I yeah. got nothing. It doesn't matter. Like your jeans missed leg day. Yeah, it's like totally missed leg day. There was this funny. Always. There was this funny uh, meme where this guy, this bodybuilder, was so obnoxiously big that he got too big for his head, literally. And they're like, dang, this dude missed head day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny. But his head looked so tiny in the picture. Oh, peanut. Yeah. Oh, man. But anyway, so what I had to do, which he puts here, being, you know, in 15 years old, it's, he has here as number two, one and two. One, accept reality. Two, shift your focus. So I had to use that for my advantage. So yeah. I was small and short. I was, that meant I was quick in sports. So I kind of used that, yeah. uh, you know, to my advantage and just went with it. Um, also being skinny and lanky, I was good at, you know, bowling and golf, you, you know, like kind of flimsy limbs or whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't find like a real jacked meathead or anything really golfing or bowling. So I used that to my advantage. Yeah, I was scrawny and whatever. So I thought, you know, football, I might get, you know, the lights knocked out of me. It's probably not the best idea being, you know, five foot nothing, 85 pounds. So I went with the next best thing. So I, but I shifted my focus. I stopped being quote unquote frustrated because then I became really good, you know, at golf, really good at, you know, doing the bowling thing. And then when I hit the growth spurt, then we went back and, uh, played, I always played baseball, but, uh, yeah, and baseball was funny too because I moved in the lineup. You know, the bigger you are, the stronger you are, whatever. So, I mean, and it's kind of cool. It, it was just something that was, you know, interesting to me. Um, that was my frustrating story that I had to say. Do you guys have frustrating stories where you're just like frustrated? I know another one could be like money where all your, your friends could be like doing something like going on spring break or going on a vacation or hooking up their cars and you're just like frustrated, like, dude, I don't have the money to do that. I just want to be a part of the group. I just want to be a part of, and this has to really go back to like when you're a teenager stuff. Like now, obviously it's yeah. totally different. I would get frustrated when I didn't think. Well, I had a, a 96 Volkswagen GTI and uh, I didn't think of, like I did anything to it. Meanwhile, it was lowered, had wheels, had stereo system. And I always kept it clean because I detailed. But I would get frustrated with like, I'll see other people's cars. I'm like, damn, yo, how they, how they, where do they get the money to put this stuff together? And how right. do they get this? And how do they keep on doing all this? And it, I would just get frustrated. Meanwhile, my car is was decent looking at the time. And I always got compliment on it. But I didn't yeah. think of the compliment. I always thought of what someone else had. To me, it was like, I would get frustrated with that. Like, how, like, I was, I guess, in a competition with myself. Yeah. That people didn't even know it. I don't know. It was like, it was, it was pretty strange. And I would just get frustrated about that. I think we, I, we, I don't know if Kel did, my wife. I know I did. I got really frustrated with the um, home buying situation. Mm. Well, the frustrating part for me was um, I wanted to be out of my parents' house at a certain time. So I had that in my mind. Also, we were legit looking and couldn't find anything. Um, if we found it, it was in you know the school district we didn't want to be. If it was, it was over the price range that we wanted it to be. So it became a very frustrating thing. And I remember, I never forgetting, forget finding the house that we currently live in and saying, man, I wish it was like $20,000 cheaper. And I just like, I remember just like slamming my laptop closed, whatever, walking away, blah, blah, blah. I kid you not. So then leading up to our wedding, we get, uh, you know, married in October. Here we are in August. You know, people tell you don't do too many life, major life changes all, you know, all together. 
Guess what pops up on back on the market because at first it said sold or you know pending sale pending or whatever. Pops up back on the market. How how much less do you think it was? Twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars less. And guess what, guys? I bought the house. It's interesting that I gave up on just looking. Not that I gave up. I was like, we, we got to do this after the wedding. This is like, it, I was stressing myself out for no reason because it wasn't really a necessity. We didn't have to get, right, get yeah. a house at that very moment or that month or whatever it was. But yeah, so, I mean, with the hell house thing, that was just something that I, I guess I wanted to do. That's just kind of like, let's do it now. I think, once again, it was unrealistic situa- uh, uh, expectations for a situation that I put myself in. And it was uh, totally unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. So do you guys have any? any? I, was, I was thinking actually it was, I guess for me it was a little more educational because um, going to college, like I've always been like in high school and stuff, I was, I was decent in math. And like I never, I was one of the kids, like at least in the math course, I really didn't have to study that much. Yeah. And actually I started like high school math in eighth grade anyway. So I was like one of the select few of like going that. So like going to high school, like math wasn't that bad. And, but it was no way to prepare for going into college. So when I went to somehow my placement test paced me into Calc One. I don't know how in the world I did that. I took no calculus at all in in what? high school. I I mean I ended on algebra two, whatever the heck it was. That's great. Or it was like some weird thing, some weird low low level like calculus like f- function thing. Um, but yeah, I like went in there like I assumed like okay I can kind of bypass it was like whatever we did before it was like done in like the first couple couple classes and I was like I didn't had no idea what the heck I was doing and I was like and it was like me I was so used to being decent at it that it like it just you know i had no idea what the heck i was doing I, the the tutoring didn't help that much because i was like i was totally in a in a, a situation where I, I just didn't understand the, the material was it did you feel like you got unfairly placed or you just felt like um because obviously I, but, it wasn't but i like it was like my expectations of like you know oh, i've always been good at this so like uh, now it's like yeah, it's yeah. i'm in a totally different you know ballpark now and it's like it's it's it was frustrating because i i usually am good at this type of situation and it's like now that, I'm not. That is hilarious. I actually, we actually ran into a guy at Temple who was, I guess, you know, the golden child of everything he did. He was like great at in sports, blah, blah, blah. And then finally he came up against a challenge. Um, it was, it was really being a leader, a true leader, um, getting people together and organizing a huge project. Mm. And it was different because in college, people, and this was senior year, people become more independent. Mm-hmm. So they stop becoming dependent on each other or their best friends because either they went to another college yeah. or whatever and they're separated from their parents. So people, by the time you get to your senior year, you get to learn how to make stuff happen on your own. Like, yeah. So he was under the impression that since he was so good at everything, he could also organize this massive group of people and, you know, Put together this awesome project in a very short period of time mm. what he quickly found out was he couldn't or if he actually could i shouldn't say he couldn't he couldn't as effectively as he thought he was going to you know be be able to but at the end of the day he actually quit so he didn't huh. even do it oh, man. so that was beyond frustrated he got like ticked yeah. off and just you know it was a shot at his ego um this kid was literally like wow. literally everything he touched just seemed like it turned to gold okay yeah. And then he got praised for it yeah. too. I mean, this guy was, you know, had dry cleaning in in college. So put it that way, he had a BMW and it was, oh, okay. had dry cleaning in college. <laughs> okay, twenty inch wheels on his BMW. Holy yeah, uh, that when that whenever that was cool, but going like mid two thousands. But still, like that was like, 
when the one thing popped up he couldn't do boom you just quit it was done it was over with it just wasn't you know wasn't his thing and it's and it's very interesting because one of these tips that this guy gives dragos here with the uh, 33 ways to overcome frustration number 22 is stand up and fight yeah right that goes to my question is frustration relative absolutely it is right it's because it's how you perceive it because what goose thinks is frustrating may not be frustrating to me right that'd be like me going to his barber shop and trying to cut someone's hair and it look obviously like edward scissorhands like was there (laughs) of course i'm going to be frustrated the customer is going to be frustrated right because that's not what they asked for but that's easy for him so it's definitely relative exactly because yeah it's it's yeah, exactly. It's your, it's your perception of the the success of what how how well you're being successful at what you're trying to do. And we all been we've all sat in traffic before, exactly. right? Frustrated out, you know, the gills, right? Um, you got to go to work. We got to get to it someplace, and then you look over, and some person's like singing in their car, happy as can right. be. Uh, very, very <laughs> relative. Very, yeah. you know, it's all about perception. Uh, life is all about the angles. Uh, but going back to standing up and fight, like seriously. I know there's a lot of times I've, I've been frustrated and I'm not sure if I gave up or just walked away from something, whatever, but there hasn't been a lot of them. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, you have to stand up and fight because that is part of life's challenges. This is not easy. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. It's, it's just to test you to see how strong you really are to challenge you mentally. Right. How much can you overcome? Um, someone, someone once told me um, a story it was by the preacher, Joel Osteen. Uh, he gave the example of a bow, like the bow and arrow. Mm. And they said, you know, we were talking about traje- trajectory. So trajectory is like how far something can go from where it's at, right? So they're saying, you know, when you pull the bow back halfway, how far is it going to go versus when you pull the bow all the way back? That the trajectory and then the way you aim is going to be way further. But what happens when you're pulling the bow all the way back? It's more stress. It's harder. It's more pressure. You're sweating. Hmm. You can't take it. You're shaking. Yeah. And then you let go. But it, the result is that much more better, right? So it's like they say, you know, pressure wow. creates diamonds. Hmm. Um, otherwise, they're just little lumps of coal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's that. And dude. That that example, I guarantee that's always going to stick with you. That thing, oh, that example with the bow and arrow always stuck with me. Um, but in those courses of being frustrated, know that it's like the bow and arrow. That this means the reward is going to be greater. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The reward is going to be better. Hmm. So with, with, you know, moving on to from those stories and 33 ways of, you know, overcoming frustration, is there... Is there something that you tell your kids to be, to overcome frustration? Because I know our kids have all been frustrated at, you know, a point in time. You know, is there something like a story or something where, you know, your kid's frustrated and you guys are just kind of like <laughs> walking them through it? Yeah, but your two-year-old walks by and tells you, I'm frustrated! And he yells <laughs> it at you, but you don't know why because they're walking out of the room because they can't put something together. <laughs> it's just, it's funny to watch her walk out of the room Nova. And just yell that. Yeah. She has no idea, but she used it in the perfect context because yeah. she was definitely angry at, That's I guess, one of her toys or whatever. And I'm just like, but what is going on? And she goes on with her little story, what happened? But yeah, she definitely comes out. And then, you know, I get the other one that 
storms off and stomping away. I'm like, why are you stomping? <laughs> oh, well, because they said that um, on Daniel Tiger, the cartoon, the, of course, the little kitty show, they tell you that uh, that um, if, you, if you're if you angry or frustrated, stomp two times and then walk oh, away. Man. I'm like, really? <laughs> the Kel, worst Kel advice changed the channel. ever. Kel gets the worst so advice mad. for them to give this child. Oh, so, yeah, of so, of course, Lainey goes around stomping up the steps. I'm like, Lane, you do not... I'm angry. I'm like, well, you're not that angry. Oh, you stopping man, up the that's steps. That's crazy. Frustrated. I I'm remember like, that. Wow. It's yeah. It's it's. Uh, I just <laughs> laugh at them because they're really not that frustrated. I mean, like, things aren't that. I mean, obviously, like us, we think the worst, and they're thinking the worst also. Yeah. But like in reality, we're looking down at them and. What could they possibly be frustrated about? They got the perfect life. Going back right to now. the previous one, like frustrations relative. That's yeah. They have, they have child frustrations. Yeah, exactly. So it's, whatever, whatever the heck that's supposed to mean, but <laughs> I mean, yeah. But there's also the parents that are like, "Oh, you don't know what it's like to be me." Right. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, just like yeah. brutal and cutthroat about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, you don't know what it is to have 84 children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You don't know what it is to be me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got 20 kids. Oh. Oh, dude, I can go stories days in and days out with the one-uppers. Oh, man, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm like a little tired, but I'm good. Oh, and that's what only one kid, dude. I have two. Like, oh, my gosh, dude. All right. <laughs> well, they don't ask me. What in the world? But, uh, yeah, I know James with the bike is hilarious. So he has this bike that's called the Strider. So it has the two, obviously, set up like a regular bike, but it actually doesn't have pedals. So it's just like they call it like or balance bikes or whatever. Um, so he's getting like, you know, a hang of it, but sometimes his turns aren't as sharp as he wants to be. So he kind of like crashes into like whatever the wall or whatever piece of furniture that's there. <laughs> he goes, ah! and he like moves it and just like whatever. So he's frustrated. Yeah, yeah. Um, or when he leans it, he call he leans it up on like a couch. Something, he calls that park. I got to park my, I got to park my bike. That's a motorcycle. Dad, I got to park my motorcycle. <laughs> right. So I'm just laughing. I'm just like going with it. I'm like, all right, buddy. Yeah. Park your motorcycle or whatever. So he parks it and then it falls because he put it at like a wrong angle and he's like, ah! like he just does that, like oh, man, just yeah. puts his like yeah. fist together or he just starts crying. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's not that big of a deal. Going back to it's all relative. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. But in his mind, that's his world. That man, yeah, that that bike, mean, that's yeah, everything. You know what absolutely. I mean? Like he has no idea. <laughs> he's inside with a helmet on, you know, going like in little baby circles <laughs> or whatever. He has no idea that parking his quote unquote motorcycle and it falls to him. He doesn't want to mess it up. To yeah. me, I thought it was funny. It fell on the rug. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, you know, I don't know. It, the other thing, too, is dealing with adult situations in front of your children, mm. right? Being frustrated at life, and then you're like, you're mad because you're in a rush for work, and the reason why you're mad is because of you, because you didn't get up early, and then yeah. you're frustrated buckling your kid in. Yep. Right? <laughs> Not, not even that you did anything wrong to the kid, but they sense that yeah. frustration. Yeah. They're trying to yeah. figure out what in the world they did wrong. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're not even saying anything to them, yeah. but they just feel, they feel that the blame like blame is heat. on them somehow. Yeah, right. I think everyone's done that once in a while. You just put the kid in, and you're like, everything's just like, yeah. your mind just like all over the place. Yep. But it, it that's just like that's just like an example, like setting your kid up. Or dropping them off or, you know, holding their hand, you know, if you're being frustrated about something that has nothing to do with them, you kind of grip their hand a little bit tighter when you're crossing the street or whatever. Yeah. Everything seems to like, it's, it kind of goes on with the, you know, waking up on the wrong side of the bed kind of thing. It just sets your morning off, sets your day off in this yeah. trajectory that is not so good and not in your quote unquote favor. But it, yeah, it definitely, definitely, definitely is relative. Um, yeah, I have some with, uh, with Ava a couple years back. In school, 
she was learning how to read. Obviously, like, she's, what, second grade then? So she was having little issues with reading, and she was able to read the words, but she wasn't comprehending what she was reading. So she was a little frustrated with reading, like, storybooks or whatever. So then, towards the end of the year, during math, they started learning word problems. So she's already struggling how to read and comprehend, yeah. and they start doing math word problems, so she was totally lost. Yeah. So she was so frustrated, and, like, she would read the story, but wouldn't understand it. Yeah. And couldn't get why, like... Sally has two quarters and Bobby has two quarters. How many quarters do they all have? She couldn't figure it out. She was like, well, then I should have two quarters. Like, yeah. it was, she would just make up her own little thing because she couldn't understand it. Yeah. So then we got her a tutor and someone that was, like, well-knowledgeable in that area, focused and studied with her. And now, like, for a whole year, now she's, like, excelled in reading. And now she just wants to read chapter books and stuff like that. But before it was so frustrating that she didn't want to read. She didn't want to do anything. She hated math class. She hated everything. And she would like sometimes cry, like wouldn't want to go to school just for that. So yeah, it was, there was a point where seeing her frustrated kind of like got me like frustrated. Cause I'm like, am I doing something wrong? I'm not helping her enough. It just like, it turns into like a double, a double yeah, whammer again, right there. Blaming yourself. Yeah, it started, it's yeah. tough. It, it's yeah. tough though with kids yeah. though, because then you you're like you feel terrible. Yeah. Especially if they're like that example is perfect when they're frustrated with something that's that's a legit they're, thing to be frustrated yeah, about. It's not yeah. that they're just being a big baby about it. It's like yeah. oh man, that sucks. Like they really oh yeah, I'd be oh that would kill me. Yeah. I'd be like all watery eye, choked up, trying to come on, we can do this. And you're trying to explain <laughs> yeah. as much as you can. They're still not getting it. So it's yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it it sucks. That that's that's brutal. My um uh my freshman year of college, I uh, learned how I sh- to read. I that was when I first learned how to read. I mean, so <laughs> think about how yeah, frustrated yeah. I was. <laughs> so my freshman year, I broke. I think I said the story all the time, but I broke my arm, and you know, same thing. You can't do this normal hanging out with the people that they did on the weekends. You had to watch because there's knuckleheads. People are all acting bumping crazy, into. silly, bumping and dude. I had. Two pieces of poles sticking out of my arm, pins you know, and rods. pins and rods and all this kind of stuff, trying to hold my, you know, my arm together. So my current situation, where I broke my foot right now, it's broken, and we're we have the vacation, um, you know, planned or whatever. So we're going on vacation. We're going down, you know, to the shore or whatever, and kind of the same thing where I'm like frustrated because in my mind I want to do all these things. I had all, you know, I wanted to do the water park. I want to do, yeah. you know, swimming in the ocean. And yeah, we can. I can have, you know, I have like the you know, the, whatever, the cast cover, the waterproof cast cover or whatever. Yeah. But it's hard because the beat, that beach is super long. Yeah. So to get to that point, I mean, hop in or I just constantly feel like I'm inconveniencing someone else. Yeah. Um, even yeah. like, you know, but in the back of my mind, I got to limit the frustration. I have to really make that as small as possible. Same thing with my wife. We have a two-year-old and, you know, she's dealing with him. So I... In my mind, I'm trying to be the most, you know, le- least pain in the butt that I can be. So I don't ask for anything. I don't, everything I could possibly do, literally, I just do. My, she's at a point where she's like, you have to ask because I don't, I'm, yeah. I'm not even paying. I'm thinking of James. I'm like, well, that, that's all I want you. You to don't want to feel like another two year old. Yeah, I'm sitting there crawling on the floor <laughs> with my plate of dinner. It's like, all right, well, you can hand me that. That's not that much of an inconvenience. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, because you just feel like I'm just trying to be out of the way. But you know, that's, that's how I'm dealing with it. And initially I thought, 
man, what are the odds of this? Of course it's going to happen, blah, 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 blah. But then you got to yeah. like, all right, after you get over that initial stage, it's really not that big of a deal. You'll get through it, you know, same thing, how I always think this too shall pass. You're going to have a great time. It's going to be all right. Yeah, of course it's not ideal. A lot of stuff that happens in life is not ideal, right? Yeah. Actually, 95% of life is not ideal, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing ever happens the way you plan it, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's nice to have plans. It's nice to, you know, set yourself up for success, but don't set yourself up for failure with the false expectations. Yeah, you, you right. have to understand to be flexible in whatever situation yeah, happens. Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the best word right there. Flexible. Being flexible with whatever the world curveball life is going to throw at you. This is hysterical. I didn't even, I didn't even realize this was on here. Cook a delicious meal. Not yeah. even that he's just cooking. It's cook, cooking a delicious meal. A delicious meal. Now, cook, that, a terrible but, doesn't, meal. but doesn't that go, like being frustrated, doesn't that like feed into the fact <laughs> of uh, so a really- level of weakness? <laughs> Isn't isn't that like an almost like an addiction? Like so, the, okay. So how people, I basically they find them as addictions. They find as like an outlet to escape something. So if it's frustration, and every time they're frustrated, they grab a, a can of beer and then they drink that. Eventually, that's as soon as they get frustrated, they go straight to the beer. Yeah. it's yeah. almost right. like a stimulus, yeah. right? Yeah. So if every time you're frustrated, um, you go and eat something, that's gonna cause binge eating, uh, yeah. unhealthy, you know, yeah. lifestyle. Um, I don't, I don't like that at all. I totally disagree with that. But I guess if if it's talking about like cooking or something, I can't even cook delicious. No, so but why know. is it delicious? Like I know cooking is sauce. It's hysterical. Is that, is that what it is? Like that's what it almost makes it creepy. <laughs> yeah, you're just setting yourself up for failure. Right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cook a terrible meal. You frustrate your meal, especially though. for me anyway. Yeah, delicious, dude. Really? really, I can't even have garlic powder. Yeah, you know what I mean. What's delicious without that? Cook a bland meal. <laughs> cook the best bland meal. <laughs> The most delicious bland meal you can possibly cook. Jeez, oh man. <laughs> All right, so with that being said, what would you say to someone who is frustrated with life and is ready for a change? So this is good. You actually have someone who's ready to you know, move accepted. forward. Right, they quote-unquote accepted the reality. But they're actually coming to you for advice. What, what would you say to this person? So it's kind of alluding back to what this guy says is his 33, you know, reasons, you know, to overcome frustration. What would our reasons, you know, you, you could piggyback on one of the ideas he had there. But what would you say to somebody who's actually ready to change? They're not just moping around and, you know, upset with life. They're ready to move forward. What, what do you say to that person? Whether it's your kid, friend, brother, relative, parent. Like if they know what they want to do, it's like kind of go like encourage, like go have at it, like like just encourage them to do what they want to do. Because if they're ready to do it, they're in like they're in the mindset to like just get the task done. I guess yeah, if that makes any sense. I mean, I feel like this we, we've basically touched upon this really this whole time, um, especially if it's for someone who's ready to move forward. Uh, yeah, I mean, letting them know or you know reminding them really that this is. The circle of life. Yeah. This yeah. is part of it. Feel that frustration. Remember that taste in your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Because then when you moving on and you never want to be back there, you never want to be left back in the dust, remember that. Remember how yeah. it felt when you are broke, right? Remember how it felt when you're overweight, right? Remember how it felt when your heart was broken by a significant yeah. other or whatever. Which is, that's, remember that's the that. stand up and fight. Like Absolutely. That stand up and fight. That would be my actual just message. Just... That taste in your mouth. Remember those. Cherish it. That's why we say feel those emotions. Go through yeah. that. Don't get too low. Don't get too high. But have some type of emotion attached to that. So many times I encounter people who are just like, you know, 
coolers, right? I mean, they just have nothing. They're always just like stone cold about everything. Yeah. And to me, that, that you're missing, you're missing so much that life is giving you that you can experience. Um, now, there's certain things that you should be stone cold in. Uh, but I don't feel like, like there's certain businesses that you just have to have that kind of attitude, yeah. but they're like, I'm talking about like everyday life. Um, but when it comes to someone who's ready to move forward, it's yeah. Remember this right now it's time to move forward and take actual steps exactly. forward, right? Coming up with an actual why, because once you have that actual why that's going to bring exactly. forth the fire, that's going to bring forth the desire to move forward yeah. because guess what? You could be frustrated right now and all hype. Oh man, I'm broke as anything. That's it. I'm never going to see this day again. Never. Blah, blah, blah. And then you blow a gasket and then tomorrow it's, it's yeah. oh, I'm back to the boom, 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 all down and out and feeling bad for myself. Here we go again. He's like, which is like you used to do like the, what was the, um, I used to be moping around. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, um, the, what was the, the, not the memory board. What the heck is it called? The harmonica. The, exactly. The, the dream board? Yeah. Dream board. That's yeah. what it gives you something that to continually see, to remind yourself to something to get passionate about. I'm actually going to do a promo right now. I'm not getting paid for this, but oh, this like, thing works. I, like, I, I have, have the dream board. As you guys see, the dream board right there is completely blank. Uh, a couple letters from family members about, you know, me being a dream king. I have a virtual one now. I have a, like, it's an app on my phone. It's by Hay House, uh, which is a huge publisher. They have a vision board. They call it a vision board. So you can go on whatever, you know, application thing that you have. Uh, that's nice. But, um, but yeah, going, so that, that gives me a reminder when I am that for me, that that's a that's a good point, Gabe. I'm glad you brought that up. That is something I go to basically daily, if not at least every other day. I have to keep that stuff in front of me. I have to keep that stuff. That would that gives that literally gives me energy. That and also reading, you know, uplifting stuff. Yeah. Um, I would tell them maybe, you know, get a personal development book, something that's gonna help you to rewire your thinking. Everything's about the the fabrication of our brain and how we were conditioned and what the paradigms we come into life with and we're surrounded with. We have to change them. If you want different results, you have to do something different. And you know what I would tell them? You're frustrated? Good. I'm glad. Awesome. Because I know at this point, your life will never be the same again. If you're ready to change, that is the best feeling of frustration you're ever going to feel. Because frustration is the precursor to success. Exactly. Because like, yeah, you, you have to... If you're stuck in a rut, whatever, that's, that's you doing something. At least you're, I mean, yeah, you maybe feel like you don't have the results that you want, but at least you're doing something to get to some point, whether it happens now or happens later. But you have to, like you said, like life happens and, you know, not everything always goes according to plan. But as long as you stick with it and, you know, stick to the plan that you have set out for the most part, it, it will eventually happen. And, you know, frustration, you know flies away and like you know all you see is excess and you know moving forward absolutely yeah like we said last week use that frustration as a stepping stone to move forward use it as a you know like a tick mark in your timeline of life look guy, you only have one this is it you this is the one life that you're living i mean how crazy how much more do you motivation do you need to go out there and live your dream you have this is it this is your one whole shot and it's right here in front of you what are you doing with it? Not in a negative tone. I'm not saying that. Negative. I'm just yeah. saying, what are yeah. you? You have to question that to yourself. What am I going to do with this? The one time you're to make your mark, to make your mark in history. What are you doing with it? Are you going to maintain in this frustrated you know, spot? Going back to last week's um, podcast titled Confidence, episode number 21, we talked about people using their biggest weakness to 
you know, as to skyrocket their biggest strengths, right? It was like the guy who had the speech impediment, yeah. um, or the guy who had who was you know had the most passionate preachings. It was because he felt like he was never getting his message across, so he just kept preaching. He was so passionate about it, he just full of fire and flames and sweating through his suit kind of thing. But good for him. And it was like the, the second preacher was the broke guy who started his life off broke and became this crazy wealthy preacher. And he said, I never want to be broke ever again. I made a decision. I'm sure that was a frustrating time in life, but he never looked back. That's, just, that, that's the best part. I think the huge key or takeaway from here is that the person wants to change. Yes, exactly. We can come up with all these programs and all these ideas and all these, uh, you know, affirmations and, and solutions, but if the person's not ready to change, it's not. It's never going to happen. We can't force change down someone's, you know, throat and them successfully come out with a positive result or something that they actually want. All right, well, that wraps this episode up. And how we wrap up every episode, we do it with a quote. And uh, these two quotes is one's from Joyce Meyer and one is from Tony Robbins. So the first one, frustration is a sign I am acting independently. The more you try your own way, the tighter the doors will stay closed. Joyce Meyer. And I absolutely love that. There is a program out there, not to plug anybody, but there's a program out there titled Abundance Factor. And there's a guy who was interviewed who's huge in a personal development arena. His name is John Asaraf. Uh, he was featured in the movie The Secret. And he's also featured in this movie, this trailer. And he says that God uh, is the abundance factor. Meaning, if you carry him with you, you can overcome. So as she's saying, Joyce Meyer saying, Frustration is a sign that I'm acting independently, right? I'm trying to do everything myself. myself. I'm forcing this. Uh, Fantastic. I love it. And uh, the second quote is by Tony Robbins. And he says, I've come to believe that all my past failure and frustration were actually laying the foundation for the understandings that have created the new level of living I now enjoy. So going back to, yeah, absolutely. Going back to when we were talking about using you know, these, these moments of frustration as stepping stones, uh, to launch you forward, uh, to traject you further in life. So there you have it folks. In this episode number 22, feeling frustrated, we discussed our stories of frustration, dealing with frustration in our children, overcoming frustration, period, and the advice to folks who are completely frustrated with life. We wrap up the episode with quotes from Joyce Meyer and Tony Robbins. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Rotated Views podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.